0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Performance Group Podcast. My name is Sean Kirby and I will be your host today. On today's episode, I sit down with Justice Hall. Justice Hall is a serial entrepreneur from Pendleton, Indiana. You may know her from Falls Perk Coffee House, but wouldn't know that she does a lot more than just that. Justice Hall? Justice Hall of Falls Perk Coffee House, correct? Yes. and more. Yeah. What yeah. else?
1: Um, well, I started a roasting company with my family. Um, I believe almost a year now. Um, I think we we actually might have done our first batch on May 1st of last year. So I think it is a year now. <laughs> so that's pretty exciting. Um, so we roast the coffee for the coffee house and are hoping to expand and roast for other coffee shops, churches, uh, do online subscriptions and things like that. So that's new and exciting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can tell you like coffee, right? It's in your yeah. hands right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, that being said, you are a serial entrepreneur. It's not even just roasting. There's more behind Justice Hall.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a photographer as well. Um, I do a lot of portrait photography, um, weddings newborns lifestyle things like that and i also own um, a studio share here in pendleton it's called foxtail studio share Um, and i'm getting ready to open a second room which is um crazy but exciting (laughs) yeah it's a lot of fun
0: so you take all four of those things and you introduce a mandatory covid 19 shutdown (laughs) Um, (laughs) nothing's running
1: um well the coffee shop, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the coffee shop closed. Um, we've been closed for over, well, no, today six weeks. Um, it's it's crazy. I just um, come over here and I love seeing everyone smiling and everything's just so bright and cheery in here. And when I walk over here and it's just closed for so long, it's it's just pretty sad to see. But um, we're keeping things busy by doing online orders, so. Um, We've been selling our roasted coffee um, on our website and doing local deliveries and um, shipping all over. We've shipped um, to several states, um, lots of Indiana ones, of course. Um, Our furthest one went to Hawaii, which is pretty crazy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we do have been doing all of that to keep busy. So the roasting company and uh, myself have been um, putting everything together to keep the shop going. Um, and we've reached almost 400 orders in this like five weeks that we've had an online store. So it's pretty, pretty busy. Uh, That's <laughs> I great. personally have been working harder than I have in over two years. So um, I, I'm really appreciative that I've been as busy as I am. But I'm ready for the shop to reopen. <laughs>
0: yeah. So your life can slow down?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. My personal life, I can slow down a little. <laughs>
0: Good. Um, so I want to take that a step back. So I want to be in Justice Hall's head the minute they tell you that there's mandatory shutdowns. What was your very first thought?
1: Um, I just kind of accepted it. I, I didn't ever want to fight it. Um, I spent a lot of time with my staff um, kind of mentally preparing for this and, um, you know, just talking to them, see what they're comfortable with. Um, I just never really wanted to fight shutting down. I just wanted to go with what I needed to do to keep everyone safe, Um, my staff, the community. Um, I personally think that I could have been open this whole time, um, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to entice people to come out for something that was not essential. Um, Even though I do serve food and drinks and they would say that I could be open, um, I just thought it it was better to just close.
0: Yeah, I I think you led by example, Um, and I think a lot of people followed your your footsteps and able to keep people safe. Um, (laughs) But that's not the only thing that got shut down, right? So (laughs) did you have bookings for the photography side, uh, the studio? I mean, like you had to shut that stuff down as well.
1: Yes, so um, we went ahead and shut down the studio, um, especially for the month of April. Um, Things got just... Too, too like scary for that, and we really didn't have a choice on that one. Um, as far as bookings for my photography, uh, one of my friends had a baby right when this started, um, and I was supposed to take newborn pictures of her little baby, and we both missed out on that opportunity. Um, so that was pretty sad. Um, other than that, um, I've had all of my weddings that I was photographing for um, 2020. We're in the spring, which is so strange. Normally, um, I'm so busy in the summer and in the fall with weddings. And this year, they were all April, May, and June. And so all of those are getting rescheduled. Um, and, you know, we're working with them the best that we can. And, you know, just going with it, doing what we have to do. But um, I think that I have missed out on a lot of um, photography work just because people aren't booking right now. And I would normally be getting a lot of seniors, because um, those last minute spring seniors who want to get pictures before graduation and um, things like that. were just, it's hard. Lots of people are having babies and missing out on these opportunities to get photos taken and seniors who aren't getting senior photos and just a lot of uh, lifetime milestones that aren't being photographed.
0: At least not professionally.
1: Well, Professionally, yeah. We have these things called cell phones that we can take pictures with. Yeah, they they take good
0: pictures. They're not as good as yours, but they're good pictures.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, um, I will say that watching you from afar via like online uh, and watching your social and the things that you've done during the shutdown, you've done things. I'll say the word perseverance. Um, I think a lot of people would have just kind of rolled over and said, hey, we're shut down for five weeks. Like you and I were talking before this, you're working harder than you ever have in the last two years. Yeah. And you're shut down.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: So you – so your first thought when you got shut down was I've got to make an income somehow.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm a single mom. I have a little girl who's going to be two at the end of this month. So um, I have to do something to um, you know, make it through, provide, um, and just thrive during this time for not only myself, but for her. So got to take care of that little girl and do what we got to do to keep going. I would love to kick my feet up and uh, just relax during this time, but got to provide. Yeah, that
0: works. <laughs> so... Did you already have an idea to always do an online store and this finally was your kick in the butt? or?
1: Yeah. Uh, I feel like with being a single mom, a lot of things um, that I have in my mind uh, always get pushed back. I, I'm constantly thinking because I've got that entrepreneur brain, um, so I'm coming up with new ideas. I'm thinking of all these things that I want to do right now and then something comes up and I just push it back. Um, so the roasting company was one of those things that we just finally did um, after years of thinking about doing it and wanting to do it. Um, and this online store, ever since we opened um, the roasting company, we have been wanting to sell beans online, but I'm you know, i so busy with photography, I'm so busy with my, with my daughter, but it's just like, oh, I'll do it in February when things slow down and then February comes around and I'm busy and I'm just like pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off and I put our online store together in like 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't really have a choice. We were closing yeah. and I, I had to provide. So I um, just hid myself in my room from my daughter and created an online store and um, couldn't do it without my family. Of course, uh, they've been so helpful. But yeah, I just, it gave me the push that I yeah. needed. Um, and it's definitely been a beneficial thing to the business. So very thankful.
0: Absolutely. And it's going to stay around after this, correct? I mean, you're, you're not going to close yeah. the store.
1: Yeah. If we keep this busy, though, I'm going to have to hire somebody. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: well, how many employees uh, do you have at Falls Perk?
1: Um, I think, without counting, um, we have about 10 that are here several times a week, and then we have a few um, that are, like, they step in as needed, um, probably four or five employees that do that for us. Um, a lot of them have moved on to other jobs but missed the coffee shop and have offered to come around if we need them and things like that so it's really nice that we have that.
0: Absolutely <laughs> and from because I looked at your website before we started this it's very nice <laughs> by the way you did a good job.
1: Oh, thanks. I tried. Um,
0: you actually started your career as a barista at the Gathering Grounds Coffee Shop.
1: I sure did. Um, I was 19 years old uh, working um, alongside my boss Dave um, almost every day um, and we were just working together one morning and he told me that he was thinking about selling and I was just like pick me I want to buy it <laughs> and he, he was just like well if you can do it it's yours and uh, I I mean a month later I had bought it and uh, started the coffee shop um, over on State Street in the old location and we were there for like eight or nine months before we um, relocated to where we are now. So a lot of things happened in a very short amount of time. I was 22 years old when I bought the coffee shop um, and life is crazy. Yeah, absolutely. i <laughs> the 22 so year old day- entrepreneur that didn't know what, uh, what I was doing. And now I'm 27 and I'm still learning every day. So
0: You learn from failures, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: A <laughs> lot to pick yourself back up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: that being said, so did you always know that this was entrepreneurship was the direction you thought you would go?
1: Yeah, um I I mean at 18, graduating high school, I thought I was supposed to go to a university and um get a degree and all of that stuff. And I was planning on going for um a, what they would call organizational leadership was which was basically an entrepreneurial um degree. And, um, but I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go with it. I knew I was going to do photography. I was working in a restaurant um, part-time and I kind of thought that I would just work part-time somewhere until I built my photography business enough to stop working part-time and just work full-time doing photography. Um, and in 2013, I was a regular Uh, customer gathering crowds and uh I was just hounding Dave like I want to work here so bad and finally we just had a little interview on a bench out on the sidewalk and um he hired me and I'm so thankful because I wouldn't be where I was today if it weren't for that so um yeah I I did know that I wanted to own a coffee shop um I knew that I loved coffee, and (laughs) uh, once I got behind that bar, I just I fell in love with it, and I didn't want to do anything else. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's some people's um, happy place, right?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And we get people who come in here all the time that are like, oh, I would just love to work in a coffee shop one day, or I just love coffee shops so much, I would love to own one, and. I mean, it happens all the time. People are just like, do you love working here? And they don't know that I own it or whatever. And I'm just like, yep, I do. (laughs) I I never step out and go, oh yeah, well, I own it. I just, I always go with it. I'm just like, yeah, I love it here. It's great.
0: (laughs) My boss is amazing. She's a sweetheart.
1: She's the best.
0: (laughs) That's good. That's good. So yeah, so you've been in your new location since 2016.
1: Yeah, September of 2016, um, we moved over here, and actually, whenever um, we were approached about this location, um, we had only owned the coffee shop for, like, not even a month, so we we opened in December of 15, and right after New Year's, so I guess right over a month, right after New Year's, we were approached about this place, so we were like, "Uh, we don't know what we're doing, but we'll check it out, we, I mean, we knew we didn't want the old location to be our permanent location uh, and walked in here and it was gutted to the studs and uh, got to be a part of the layout, the design, the build out, everything. So um, it was really cool to be able to do all of that and make it our own.
0: Um, And
1: it just all happened so fast. And um, the risk of doing that, we were moving off of the main street that goes through town um, to around the corner. Uh, But we feel like this is a lot better of a destination um, instead of a place where people just would grab and go kind of thing so we want to create a place where people want to hang out and um, spend time with us
0: oh without a doubt people people <laughs> plan their days around you now oh,
1: yeah yeah definitely <laughs>
0: we're gonna stop at the coffee shop go to the park and then maybe we'll go buy crack daddy's grab some donut yeah. <laughs> go to the bank yeah.
1: whatever it I is. How, yeah i don't know how people don't plan their days around it because i um definitely am like I can't go anywhere without swinging by and getting a latte first. So if I'm going to Target, I gotta go to the coffee shop. I'm planning ahead or you know, I might go to another coffee shop in another city um, before I go anywhere. It's just like, that's what I have to do first.
0: Well, it's pretty easy when you live across the street.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. That so too. let's talk
0: about that. You live across the street from your business.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, that was crazy and random. Um, I was working over here one day and um my mom was just like you know i might say something to they she knew the guy who owned the house i might say something to john um because you know if he ever wants to sell that house we might be interested and i was like yeah that's cool and like literally two days later it went up for sale and she did not say anything (laughs) it was so it was so weird uh, how she came up with that but um, yeah so We moved the shop here in September of sixteen and bought the house in December of sixteen. So it again happened fast. Uh, I don't know how things in my life happen like this, but it was
0: just—it's the coolest thing ever. Honestly, (laughs) I tell Casey all the time I want to live direct. I mean, I live or our business is across from a gas station, so that's impossible. But how awesome would that be if you just walk across the street, go to work, and your line of work is much better than mine? You go across work, you get. Free coffee. was well, free. Yeah. yeah. I paid for it. so. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is every single day is sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. That's perfect.
1: I know. I can't. Like, I, I was talking to my boyfriend the other day. Like, what is my life going to be like if I don't live across the street one day from the coffee? Like, I'm going to have to drive to go get a coffee.
0: That <laughs> has to be your forever home. Oh, my but gosh. We're yeah. so. just built up. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You we know, yeah. <laughs>
1: For sure. It is really funny though. People will like walk by and they'll wave at me a lot or um, I'll get messages and they'll be like, I see your cats in your window or um, I saw you on your porch. And I just wanted to say, Junie's so beautiful and things like that. So it's really fun to get little messages like that or just see people coming in and out of the shop. Um, It's just, it's fun.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. You're living the the small town American dream.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's that's one of my favorite things. Oh, I wish we could do that. The house is beautiful. I love the pink pink oh, accent. Did and you painted the house?
1: Yeah. Really great. The house in October. Um, I'm excited to plant some flowers this year and enjoy um, the fresh new outside feeling of my house. Yeah. <laughs> Make it. I made it my own. It's it's mine and it feels like mine now. So. <laughs>
0: it looks like it too okay so my next question that i had written down what other okay yeah my wheels are spinning in my head um <laughs> other than like kind of the online store and getting on that so fast have you had any other like big ideas maybe they haven't been implemented maybe they have uh, that maybe people aren't seeing
1: um i mean i've always got things that are coming into my head um And sometimes it's just the smallest thing that I'm like, I've got to do this right now, or I'm gonna forget. Um, And I get really excited about it that way. Oh my gosh, my phone keeps ringing. (laughs) Sorry. As long as you
0: don't start a podcast too to 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 fight mine. Yeah, (laughs) like ninety listeners, and I don't even know if they're all different. It just has ninety listens.
1: It's the same person listening ninety times. It's just
0: the two of us.
1: No, but I, um, i just constantly, I'll be laying in bed or something and come up with something in my head. And I'm like, this has to happen tomorrow or right now. I just got to take care of it. I'm so excited. And like I said, sometimes it gets pushed off, but, um, I mean, there's things like we would love to put a kitchen in here. Um, there's just limited space. Um, so we're, you know, always trying to come up with ideas, how to make that work. Um, and just different things like that. Um, to help grow and improve the business,
0: so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that being said, like, your brain's always rolling. Like, okay. I feel that way all the time, like, and turning okay. it off, is hard.
1: Yeah, oh, it's the most difficult thing.
0: <laughs> well, especially with Junie, right? So you've yeah. got an almost two-year-old, and how are you able to take two steps back and just kind of take a deep breath and just, like, recenter yourself?
1: Um, a big thing that helps me with that is simply just getting out of town, whether it's um, a day trip somewhere, um, going on vacation. I like to travel a lot, so those are things that I use to um, reset my brain and help me like turn everything off. And whenever I do go on vacation or I'm out of town for the day, I'll either like just leave my phone somewhere, or um, I'll let my staff know, like, hey, if you need something, like call my mom, don't call me. <laughs> Because I'm out of here, and so I use um, just getting out of town. Um, even if it's to go to Target, something yeah. will just help me um, turn off my brain a little bit. So,
0: what's well, nice that you have somebody to lean on in your mom in your family, because your family's yeah. super involved.
1: Yes, uh, my family people always get this so confused, and it's really funny. My parents and I, um, we own the roasting company together, um, the coffee shop. Is just mine, uh, but my parents are very helpful with things, um, whether it's repairs or coming in and bringing things like light bulbs to put new light bulbs in. It's just things that I just can't get to that they help me with. Um, or, you know, if my breezes have a question or something, they know they can always ask them. Uh, so it's just really nice because I couldn't do it all by myself, yeah <laughs> especially with a two year old.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, leaning on your family I would say that like a lot of small business owners don't have that person that they can lean on so if they go on vacation the only thing that they're thinking about they're not trying to reset they're going what's going wrong without yeah. me there yeah. I think what you do is um, you're able to I I had a, this, this discussion with Heather Upton her podcast just dropped yesterday okay. and in that we said you know those A personality types I'm really good at everything this is my business right so i'm really good at this this and this letting go of that control is very hard and i think that you do a very good job of taking a step back and letting your team just run it
1: yeah um i decide you know i guess until i was pregnant with my daughter um i was behind the bar four to five days a week working um and trying to run the business so that was really hard um around the time that i got pregnant i um my first trimester especially was very difficult I was very very sick and uh, didn't really have a choice but to go home <laughs> and no. uh, let things go the way they needed to here so uh, I it was so funny I was like trying to come in and work uh, my normal shifts but I would you know I have to be here at 630 I would roll in closer to seven um, oops <laughs> I' <don't laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, uh, I would have to be here early and um, you know I'd walk in and I would smell coffee and I would just be like nope and that, my like first half of my pregnancy I couldn't even stand the smell of coffee so being in here was so tough um, and I just uh, <laughs> I just had to let other people do it because I couldn't
0: Yeah, um, similar so to I the quarantine awesome. you kind of got forced it forced your <laughs> yeah. hand
1: <laughs> yeah Yeah, definitely. I was um, I was very worried about it because I wanted to be here and I it was hard for me to let go of the control, but I um, I didn't really have much of a choice. So, um, I also lean on my staff a lot. Like I'll say things like, "Hey, I'm thinking maybe we should do this. Um, What do you guys think? Or do you have any suggestions? Is there anything you guys want to do?" Um, and so I always like give them that freedom to like bring things up to me. They think something needs to change or. Um. Gosh, sorry, my phone.
0: No, you're fine. <laughs> the person listening to this is going to be so confused.
1: Right. They're
0: gonna be like, "What's going on?" I can uh, cut sorry. this part, and we'll just like sorry. put it back together. Or I won't cut We're, it, and this whole part's going to be in there. <laughs>
1: We're getting ready to get a milk delivery, and I think it's them, so I just had to text them and be like, "I'm at the shop."
0: <laughs> sorry. Okay. Well, as soon as your milk gets <laughs> there, we'll cut this thing, yeah. cut this thing up. So. That being said, and in my admiration for you, one of the things I admire most is how much time that I see you spending with Junie. Um, And Junie's always there. It helps that you're across the street, but it's just really cool to watch because I really want to have that relationship with Ruby. Um, Actually, the question I wrote down was, are you spending more time with Junie as somebody who already spent so much time with Junie? But we kind of talked about it. Yeah. how, is, how are you affected by that? How does it feel? I mean, you were so used to having that connection all the time.
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, so I just – I was a full-time, stay-at-home, single mom um, with Juniper. And, you know, I, I just started sending her to daycare um, late in the summer last year. So it was like August, September. Um, and she was going about eight hours a week. And so that was my time for me to – either do what I wanted to do or do what I needed to do Um, other than that we are together so um, right now I'm really missing Miss Caitlin Um, that little break in the day was nice (laughs) but that's okay Um, so but now I feel like I'm coming and going so much Um, she's you know well my boyfriend has been off work um, for about six weeks I'd say now and he's been with us and been very helpful with Junie Um, Mm. and I just feel like I keep
0: Mm.
1: I keep having to say hey I need to work on this for a couple hours like hang out with Junie and then I come back for a couple hours and then it's time for nap and then she wakes up and I need to go do more work and then you know it's dinner time and it's just like I'm I feel like I'm coming and going so much that it's actually affecting her to where when I'm around she's either really clingy or she um is just behave like misbehaving. Um no. so um I, I think we need to get back to our routine at some point. Um I know that uh, you know it's not gonna happen today, but <laughs> we need to get back to our routine where we can do things together. Uh, playing outside has been so helpful. So the sun yeah. coming out and things like that have been nice. Um she loves to go to the park and see the ducks and um I mean we live right next to it so that's really <laughs> really nice but um yeah she's she is just ready to be out and doing things and hanging out with her mom and I just keep coming and going and it's yeah. hard for her and it's hard for me and I feel like I'm missing out but you know we got to do what we got to do and it's temporary so Yeah it's a, it's just, a
0: small uh, blip in the in the matrix yeah. of life so it's yeah. it's going to be Not much remembered from this. So,
1: I I will say that I am very thankful I'm not doing e learning with her because those parents, I cannot imagine. Yeah.
0: Well, they've got two full time jobs. Oh
1: my god. Three,
0: if you count if they're still working. So they're doing their job, they're teaching and they're a babysitter.
1: Yeah. There's no. Raising a
0: child is a job on its own.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but. I know Junie Miss is coming over to the shop and seeing people too. She's really funny um, when she comes over here. Uh, I'm sure people who have seen her here, they they always laugh at her because she will walk in and she'll just be like, "Hey, everybody!" You know, and when we're leaving or people are leaving, she'll just be like, "Bye!" Over you know, everyone in the shop, and I think everyone gets a kick out of it. But you know, she's she's gonna be our little greeter here at the coffee shop. <laughs>
0: Walks in like she owns the place.
1: Yeah, she does. She walks in, she'll go over and get a coloring book and crowns and sit down at one of the round tables, whether there's people there or not, and she'll just uh, wait for me to go get her her little coffee drink and hang out
0: there. What a cool way to grow up as a two-year-old. Yeah,
1: yeah right. She's going to be the
0: coolest, most hipster 15-year-old girl ever. Yeah. Or corduroy. So let's talk about this. I know everybody's dying to know. Where do you buy Junie's clothes? Oh.
1: Well, uh, mostly Target and Old Navy. Um, I have shopped at a couple of children's boutiques. Um, I like to get some graphic tees from some local businesses. Um, I just got her for her two, like uh, her second birthday, I got her a little peace sign shirt um, so that I can take her picture in that. But, <laughs> and um, so mostly Target and Old Navy, but I I weed
0: through everything to find the good stuff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely, you do. I know everybody's on your your Instagram looking at her going, man, my kid is just covered in slobber most of the time. Mine doesn't dress like that.
1: I know. I told my mom this year we're going to have to get her some actual play clothes because – she's um she's just getting everything dirty so (laughs) i'm like oh no we gotta wait we're gonna take her picture we gotta wait and put her in this later for when we're ready because yeah
0: yes thank you but by the way you forced casey beth's hand in the sense that she'll wear four outfits a day so we can get four different pictures
1: oh yeah definitely (laughs) it's important
0: the children's boutiques those children's boutiques i'll tell you what all right, so I know you've got a milk delivery, so I'll let you go. I've got one last question. Right. Actually, I've got two, but let's see which one works first. Well, so I'll ask you this one first. I wrote this one down um, last night. How do you stay in such good spirits when it feels like the world is against you? That's so deep, isn't it? That's a so deep great. question.
1: Um, well, I, I really – learned a long time ago that I can't control everything (laughs) as much as I may want to. um, I don't have control of this. So um, I just, you know, put my hands up and I just go with the flow and do what I need to do and move on with it. Um, It could be, you know, things as big as this or things as little as, well, it's raining today and the coffee shop's going to be slow. Uh, What do I do? I don't have control of it. So just keep doing what I'm doing. Um, and. Go
0: with it. <laughs> Beautiful. That's, I mean, control what you can control.
1: Yeah.
0: You can't control yep. everything, especially yep. not the weather. Oh,
1: man, I wish I could, but I can't.
0: <laughs> if you know anybody, I'd like to know them. Yeah. <laughs> so then, as we're coming out of this, today's May 1st at 2 o'clock. The governor's about to speak yes. um, and tell us what's going on moving forward. What excites you most as we come out of this stay at home order? about your businesses reopening?
1: Um, I'm just so so ready to see people sitting in here and safely sitting in here, hanging out together um, and just drinking their cups of coffee, hanging out with their friends, meeting people here, business meetings, um, coffee dates, any of it. Um, It's just so nice to see people in here. Uh, I, you know, the few days that we were open, Um, where we were carry out only I was talking to my staff about it I was like it's just so weird to walk in here and wanting to create such a welcoming atmosphere but you can't let people stay and that's that was like a really hard thing for me um, because I just want to create that welcoming atmosphere um, and to have you know people come in here and be like well you can't stay see ya. (laughs) is is not fun (laughs) at all um so I'm just really excited to be able to have people in here and have people allowed to stay in here um and my last day uh, of being open before we closed it was really like I came in here like I, I feel like I only allowed like five hours between my decision making of know right now we're it out only and um oh tonight by the way it's our last day open so we're yep. closing um so I didn't really have a lot of time to process that for myself um and or my staff they didn't have a lot of time either but I came in here um maybe 30 minutes before close and um, the few people that were walking in they, could, they were just like, oh, I'm going to miss you so much. and I just had tears rolling down my face. It was just so sad, uh, the thought and idea of not being open. Uh, you know, I thought when we had the tornado come through and everything that um, it was going to be, you know, we were closed for a couple of days for that. And that felt like forever. And I just feel like six weeks of being closed is something that I never, ever imagined. Um, so I'm just ready to have, our normal back
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely
1: long story story short but yeah just ready to be back to the false perk coffee house everyone loves
0: absolutely and now the false perk roasters available online plug your website what's your website
1: it's (laughs) falseperk.com
0: perfect that was easy enough wasn't (laughs) it i could have said that
1: you could do slash shop and get right to the shop part (laughs)
0: I'll, I'll put a link in the in the bottom. Swipe up. Have you seen that on the Instagram oh, stories? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to make that work. So we'll, we'll just have to stick with that. Justice, I think you're a breath of fresh air in this oh. town. I don't think that there's enough small business owners that are young and have great ideas like you. I think okay. you're doing a great job. I appreciate you coming on this um, Skype
1: Yeah.
0: and, t- and talking <laughs> to me. So um, good luck with your milk order. And hopefully... I will be seeing you in the next couple of weeks and yeah. i'll be coming in to grab my my daily coffee
1: yeah we're hoping to open on uh monday so i don't know if that'll be curbside only i don't know if that'll be carry out only i have no idea until the governor talks today too so i'll just see what happens <laughs>